Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the Reincarnated Book Tour Q&A with moi. So I have had a lot of people uh, asking questions about my book, Reincarnated, How Lost Dreams, Jobs, and Love Set Me Free. And I thought this was kind of a, a really good opportunity to to share a little bit more, to take a, a break from hearing from some other people or not hearing from some other people if you listened to last week. But <laughs> uh, I wanted to take this opportunity to kind of answer some questions and explain the overall process because it's different for everyone. And uh, here we go. So uh, of course, one of the first questions is always like what it's about. And I think I, I want to be very, very clear with people about about this, that yes, it is a, a memoir about my experience of losing things, of losing those dreams and losing those jobs and losing those loves. But this book is really for anyone who is about to be in a huge transition in their life and they're not sure what that next step is. This is for anyone who is currently in a valley in their life, right? Like you're you're down there, you're deep in the trenches, you don't know how to get out. You see that next mountaintop you want to get to. You see that next thing, but you just don't know quite how to reach it. This is a book for you. And this is a book for anyone who has lived a life that has turned out drastically different than they imagined it to be, and it's okay. It's really about releasing expectations and uh, uh, oppert releasing opportunities to the universe, to God, to whatever that higher being is. Because so much of my own story that I've shared on here, but I go really into depth in my book, but it was about my inability to see sometimes that opportunities were arising for new paths. Like it's it's a little bit hard sometimes when we have this idea of what we want, where we want to be. So something will come up and we will decide that's not the opportunity for me. That's an opportunity for someone else. That would be great if I was thinking of this. I can't do that. But those things will continue to come up. Um, I, I don't remember the, the quote, but uh, you know, basic, it was an Oprah quote, but basically of like God hitting you over the head so many times of like, listen to me, I'm giving you these signs, I'm giving you these things. And so much of my life was not listening to that, uh, intuition or inner tuition. If you remember, uh, the Callie Blunt episode where we talked about that, that's a good one. Uh, you can go back and listen to, but I wasn't listening to myself and I wasn't allowing myself to step into something different. I, I had these rigid ideas for myself of what my life was supposed to be, even as a <laughs> kind of wild, creative person. I did have ideas of what that would look like and it's drastically changed. So, uh, so this book actually is a reincarnation of uh, a different book. I was working on a different memoir. I was I talked a lot about a book last year. It actually wasn't this book at all. 
Uh, the book I was working on, which uh, is still going to be a thing, but it was a memoir on growing up in California, and it was a reaction to rising house prices and wildfires that were destroying uh, my friends and family's uh, homes and places where I grew up. And so it was really about this whole identity of home, like this identity of place and preserving that. But I started writing these chapters. I started writing these pages. Uh, I, I get up uh, pretty much every morning, mostly Monday through Friday, um, at 5 a.m. to write. That is my sweet time. That is when uh, nothing is kind of filtered into my head yet to stop me from doing my best work. So I, I would get up at 5 a.m. and I was writing these things and this stuff just kind of came to me. These words just started coming to me and it took me a minute to realize that it was an entirely different book. I was still talking about my life in California, but something about it was different. So I decided to, to trust that intuition and I just started writing this new book and it just started coming to me and I was like, wow, this is a lot of the stuff I was talking about on my podcast, on Babe Cave. Like, this is a lot of stuff that I talk about with a lot of people. This is something that I believe, I believe because I know that a lot of people have felt this, this restart that you have to have in life where you have to pivot suddenly. Maybe you have worked at a company for 30 years and all of a sudden, like, you don't have that job anymore and you're like, okay, what do I do now? Or maybe you had a life plan uh, with a partner or a spouse, kids, whatever, what have you, and it has changed. Like, I can't tell you how many times that I've had friends, conversations with friends where you thought life was great. You thought you were on this path. You were like, finally, I've made it. Okay, all of that crap that happened before, none of that's going to, like, nothing like that's going to come back. And just new crap comes in and it can make you feel defeated. But in this book, <laughs> I talk so much about how patient, like waiting in those valleys is what gets you to success. How just because your dreams, the, the plan of your life changes doesn't mean that your dreams have died. There are so many times where we just feel defeated because life turned out a little bit different than we thought. But this is really a story for anyone who, who has felt that or who knows someone who needs to hear that your life is really what you make of it. And all of these little crappy things sometimes really do come together to make something beautiful that you didn't even imagine. So I felt really strongly about this story and I wanted to share it. So, you know, that's that's really kind of like the the big thing of like what it's about. And I, uh, you know, inside of this book though, you also have access to a program that I created called the the Thrive Formula. And it's really just a simple a simple way when you're in those moments of reset to evaluate what you're doing and where you're going. And it's it's a it's a really kind of easy um there's some easy exercises within there, but Looking back, those are the things that, that helped me get to the next part. 
I was very muddy about some of the things I wanted. I didn't have clarity. And when you have clarity, then you're able to like move forward and actually get those things that you want. But I was circling in all of this doubt for a really long time, a lot of it self-inflicted, but I wanted to create something to help you if you're ever in that situation. And it's simple. It's really simple and for me, I, it's a practice that I still do, but it helps me just clear out those blocks. And then a dollar from every book goes to St. Jude. It's an organization that I've been uh, involved with for a few years now. And St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. And I fully believe that uh, there is always hope around the corner, and even when you don't believe it. And Volunteering with St. Jude has made me see that even more. There are families who come there and all hope has really been lost for them. And this is just a new way for them to, uh, not a new way, but like a new opportunity to, to find that. And so many of them have found that. And I wanted to bring you all in uh, to, make sh- to help me make sure that, uh, so we could do this together, but that no family receives a bill for treatment, transportation, housing, or food. So... That's really what it's about. That was kind of a long-winded thing, but I think a lot of it is really important. Um, So then another question that people ask, though, is how long did it take you to write this book? And I, (laughs) it's kind of funny, but once I started writing, this is like at the beginning of December last year, once I started writing, I got into this groove, you know, I get up at 5 a.m., I'm writing, blah, 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 blah. I took a few weeks off around the holidays. It was a little hard to like concentrate and to do things well, but it was about the end of February, February, where I uh, finished my first draft. So I would say it was roughly six-ish weeks, six, seven weeks of me writing. And The one thing that I did with that is I had word counts that I was trying to hit every day. If I didn't hit something, though, it was okay. As long as I was showing up in the morning and doing my best, the next day it would make up for it. But I do really well in, like, consistency with those things. So so that was really, like, how long it took. And then I had – I went back and I I looked over the second draft – um, really went line by line. And then I had a couple of really trusted friends who uh, looked at it for me. And, you know, the the whole thing with this, though, I really want to emphasize this. I knew that it wasn't going to be perfect. I, I have a degree in English with a concentration in creative writing. I have been in writing workshops uh, that I've hated. <laughs> But the one thing that I know from all of that and having working in editorial magazine stuff, not everyone is going to get it. And there's always, you can always go back and you can edit and edit and edit until you just hate your work. And the important thing about this was that I knew that I, it can always be better, right? You can always, you can obsess about these things. I just wanted to get this out into the world. I just wanted to launch it. I just wanted it to be free because me holding it in for myself wasn't helping anybody. So 
when I say that I really like wrote and published this book within like three months, three and a half, four months, it's really because I just needed it out there. And I have a friend in town, uh, which uh, brings me to my next question, uh, where can I find it? So I have a friend in town who uh, has worked in book publishing for years, and he asked me like how I was going to put this book out. And I said, honestly, I just want to do like a download on my website. And this is a person who wants people, you know, he... If you work in book publishing, like you want people to publish books with you, right? So I told him that and he's like, yeah, that's absolutely the, the right thing to do. That's so smart. So that gave me more permission though that I, a little permission that I felt like I needed of just like a justification of like, okay, my instincts are right. It's going to be harder uh, because also, so you go to amandapollock.com, there's a, a button that says shop. And the book is right there. You purchase it. It's an ebook download, a unique link. You can only click it once. Uh, so don't click it a bunch of times or you won't get your download. But I wanted to be able to have no uh, barriers for people. I wanted to directly connect with you. And and honest, and also, it's really expensive to, to print hard hard copy books, which is kind of the next one of will it be in hardback or audio? Hopefully one day. Uh, but right now, what it is, it's an ebook. And this is so I can share this with you instantly. This is so there is no shipping. You don't have to worry about this. You want to tell your friend about it. They can get it that day, start reading it as soon as they buy it. And I went back and forth on this for a while, but I'm going to be real with you. Like I'm, I'm, I, I started my business this year formally. Like I started Amanda Pollock. I'm a business and I had some decisions to make about what the, the cost benefits were for certain things. And I believe in the value of this book. I believe in the value of what I'm offering. And I know that it can help people because I've already heard that it has. And that's all I want. My biggest thing is that I want to connect people to their best stories. And I believe that through this, this tool, this way of telling people, you're not alone. Like you are absolutely not alone. These things that you've dealt with, I have dealt with, other people have dealt with, you can get through them. I believe that that is the first step in this whole big new journey for me. But so maybe in a physical form, uh, but right now it is an ebook. And, uh, and yeah, so those are really, I mean, the, like, what's it about? The, how long did it take? Where can you find it? Will it be in hardback? Uh, and I've answered those questions before, but, uh, people just had some, some more, uh, questions around that. Uh, but also you can go right now to amandapollock.com and you can find, uh, you can get on my email list and you will have instant access to the first chapter. So that's a, a wonderful way to just start reading and to um, explore what it's about before you um, hit that purchase button. But 
I hope this cleared up some things and I hope that uh, it brought some light just around this kind of creative process, <laughs> this quick creative process. But the moral of this whole story is that I wanted to share this with you desperately. Like, I want this to help you. I want this to change you. I want this to be something where you feel that you are not alone so that you can then skip some of the mistakes I've made and get on to living your best story. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, hop on over to amandapollock.com. You can get that free chapter download and uh, you can also purchase my book there as well and help the children and families of St. Jude while you do it. But thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to be with you next week. <laughs>